Uh, all right. Well, here we go. Start the party, Dan. Oh, no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Keep that in, please. Don't keep, keep oh that in. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was you disgusting. You have to keep that in. Jesus yeah, you got to keep that Christ. one in. That I've one was not too wet. Too. Uh, I've, had, I've, had so, I've had a lot of sparkling water and a lot of regular water today. Who's to say which is causing all the, the, the burping? Oh. Um, oh, my God. I mean, we just had a bunch of people turn off the episode, probably. Yeah, this is a nightmare. Hello, friends, <laughs> idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection and burping. It's Block Party. This is episode number 136. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Stefan. And uh, I just sorry. wanted, it was I just wanted to be clear. Burp. It was so oh, good. Oh, my God. It was Stefan who did that. I would never do such yeah, a thing I, on the show. Well, I would admit it. It well, was it's me. It's true. I, d- I actually do burp on the show a lot. People point that out. And it's because of my, you know, I have GI issues. So I do. I think but, I do, too. Now, but though. I say pardon me a lot. And I also never, like, audibly burp into the microphone. Right. Like you'll this. do. You'll kind of, like. Step away. Yeah, I step aside. I, yeah. you know, because I'm I'm respectful. I think I, I'm having. I had some very bad indigestion last weekend to the point where I thought my appendix was going to explode. Oh, nice! And I've like, been I, there. And like I, I've, I don't have an appendix. Well, anymore. no, I know. And I and so I like I phone my mom and and I I well, we have we have our let's bring our guest in. Let's okay. bring our guest. Yeah, in he, yeah, this. he might yeah. want to talk about this. Is, yeah. This is an interesting scenario because this guest is a returning guest to the show. But he's only ever appeared on bonus episodes of the show. Normally, it's yes. the other way around. We bring we bring people on for a main episode yeah. first, but then we bring them it's on like for a bonus. It's like how Ken Dryden made his debut in the playoffs, right? Yeah, and then, and that's a reference people will definitely yeah. get well, and love. Will's going to get it, I yes, think. Yes, right? I know. So anyway... I, I w- I, I did, listen. I worked in the gift shop at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Okay, <laughs> okay so know. you know, so you're all over it. Uh, we are very pleased to have this returning guest of the show. He is a comedian and an actor, and his new movie "Too Late" is out right now. Will Weldon is here. Hi, Will. Hi, Will. Uh, hey, it's funny. I always figured only being on like the paywalled episodes was more like. Um, the goalies who only play during the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're our third string goalie. Yeah, because it's so much harder for people to hear me. I was always like, that's okay. Like, uh, you know, I'm yeah. like a backbencher. That's all right. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else I'm got like- hurt. And so we we let you be on a main episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm like uh, an accountant where all four goalies go down and they're like, well, I guess this guy uh, is going to be a goalie (laughs) for somebody. Yeah, well, I mean, famously, uh, you know, two years ago, the Leafs lost to a Zamboni driver. So that's (laughs) kind of like, you know, you're the they call it the emergency backup goalie. So if you have your two goalies and they both get hurt, there's a, a goalie in the building who can play for either team. Uh, and they, they are called the emergency backup goalie. So yeah. that's basically you will, uh, even though we can't even pretend that that's true because we booked this episode with you like over a month ago. So this isn't so much that situation. Uh, you know, you have a movie out. So we were like, we got to bring will on and, you know, talk, promote this thing or whatever. It's polite of you to frame it that way, as opposed <laughs> to me emailing you and being like, Hey, I need to promote this movie. <laughs> 
I think the producers are mad that I'm not doing it. Can I do it on the show <laughs> so I can claim I did? Look, the the star of the movie, you guys know Alyssa Limparis? Yeah, sure. She, yeah, yeah. She's the star of the movie. And yeah. like this entire time. She didn't time send us like, an email, I'll be honest with you. No. Well, it's like the the entire idea that any of us are going to drive any traffic to this movie other than her is like insane to me. She is like this like enormous like social media star. And then I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm doing a, a, a like I'm doing a, a podcast about getting uh, like blocked uh, online. <laughs> I really think those people, the, the fans of that show are probably going to like turn out. I'm sure they'll come out and like rent and buy the movie and not just like <laughs> annihilate, annihilated on Letterboxd for like laughs. <laughs> I've probably like doomed the fate of this film now. Well, they no, can, they no. can watch it on Producers Dan Plex server. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you watch, if did you I say wa- Producers Dan, yeah, you did. Yeah, the, the producers <laughs> like Dan. attorneys general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have two producers and they're both oh. named Dan. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, but we, but we do. It is, it's really Dan. hot. That's why. So that's why I'm the way it I is am hot. Today. The that's, studio that, is anything. Not... I, anytime I fuck up on this episode, yeah. Any any mispronunciation, it's because of the temperature. Sure, that's why. It's not. Because of like me, you know? Yeah. Um, I was talking about my appendix though, right? Yeah. So I thought it was going to explode because. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, I had mine. No, out. no, I know. I know. And yeah. I, sh- I should have messaged you about it to see. Well, but, your like, mom's a nurse. That's yeah. a better call than messaging true. me. That's I'd be, true. Yeah. I don't know what information I could provide. <laughs> right. But I'd be like, oh, my tummy it. hurt. And then I went to the, <laughs> st- uh, I went to the thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I ate. Oh, so what it, what it really was is that I ate a lot of. Uh, cheese that weekend like a lot of like oh. rich cheese <laughs> and and also the night before went out to see a movie uh at like 11 o'clock at night and ate an entire bag of large popcorn with butter and you know first time kind of doing that in like over a year so i had to adjust to that um but it it legitimately did feel like because i the the pain started in the center of my belly and then moved to the lower right which is what happens with your appendix yes um but then I just drank a bunch of like mint tea and it kind of went away. So it was just like, I think I was just very, very, very gassy. But I'm, I'm cutting down on the cheese now, which again is bad news for today because we're eating like just so much, just enormous amounts of poutine with our friend Derek. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing another <sighs> one of our, uh, you know, we have a, a new recurring bonus series, the Canadian Education Program for Foreign Podcasters. That's right. And today we're bringing on our friend Derek uh, to have poutine with us. Yeah, he's in Vancouver. He's so, in Vancouver. Yeah. So we're going to go, we're going to go to Belgian Fries. We're going to take down some poutine. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it. And uh, a lot of people do say that it's the perfect hot weather food. I mean, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's so gravy, melted cheese. Will, are you? A, I mean, I know you're in L.A. now, but obviously you are a Canadian. Are you a big poutine guy? Yes. I was going to ask uh, if you guys had like if you guys were going to do like a variety of places or like what your place was, because there were two. We had you guys have smokes on the West Coast. We do have There's smokes. One There's downtown, one downtown. Yeah. 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 yeah, there was a there was a smokes in uh, like in the dead center of like the club district of uh, Hollywood. Yeah. It was like the weirdest, um, you know, people, people famously like models and the kind of people you expect to go clubbing in Los Angeles. They're absolutely going to go for some like like hot, hot cheese and gravy and fries. After, yes, uh, <laughs> certainly. It's not there anymore. It's now a Trejo's tacos. But uh, I, I like went there a few times and it was fine. Uh, I don't like when it gets complicated. I'm like a simple guy yeah, when it's yeah. like when they start throwing tons of shit on top of it. But um, I loved uh, <laughs> look, KFC has incredible poutine. It's like really good. Really? And, really? 
Yeah, yeah. I used to go, I lived in the suburbs of Calgary and I would get off the bus. I lived in this neighborhood, Riverbend, good Lord. And it was like a classic, like if you, if you needed to get like milk or something, you'd be like, I'm going to walk to the corner store and get some milk. Like, see you in a week. Like it was a <laughs> horrific long journey. And I would get out, off where all that stuff was. I would go to KFC and uh, get poutine. And, but I have like cold based asthma. And also I get nosebleeds in dry weather. And there were multiple times where I realized I had gotten home and my nose had like bled into my food oh. while I was eating it, walking home. And I would walk in the front door with like blood all down my chin and all over my hands. And then the, like this cup that was now empty. And I also would be, I also would walk in. I'd be going like, <gasps> like having the hardest time breathing. And I did this at least once a week for like my entire ninth grade. Do you think and it had any like long-term home, effects on you? Or? Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a, a big failure now. So maybe, I don't I think I it kinda, says a lot about poutine that you can actively bleed into it and you don't really notice. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I think I bled into this food. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like goopy textures. Yes, in it. exactly. So pick up at first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, these cheese curds are really metallic. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there a, a flavor or a topping of poutine that we're or aiming for here? I didn't like. We haven't. Really I don't planned. think so. I mean, we can like you know we could all get a different one and try out different right. ones. But I mean, we're also it's COVID. We probably don't want to be like sharing. Food. That's so, what I was thinking. Yeah. So I mean, I I feel like we just got to go with the classic. I mean, I'm sort of with Will. I, I don't really find you know I don't find adding a bunch of stuff onto poutine makes it. Can, any can better. I say okay? This is going to sound. I, you guys might be with me. This is this. how you always preface when you're going to say something really stupid <laughs> no, but about I, food. I've had this. I've had this as a poutine <laughs> topping a couple times before. Peas. Okay, that's all right. Because it's, it's good, like a it goes British, gravy, it's like a like mushy peas. And gravy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's, that's, that's allowed. Good. It feels a little like you're sticking like your thumb in the eye of French Canadians by embracing such a British topic. Yeah, but that's part of the appeal, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. That's, uh, that's as far as I... Because you'll see people who do like... Oh, oh, like I'll put like mac and cheese and like pulled pork, and it's yeah, like no, it's too. That it's already shit. a heavy enough dish. Well, that's Dude. the other thing too. I, like in Montreal, I, I can remember when I the last time I played just for laughs. They, I got. Uh, one... I've also done just for laughs for the record. <laughs> I've also well, done. Well, I mean, for me, it was five years ago, so I'm not, I'm not oh. even bragging at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking off the list. I'm a Canadian <laughs> comedian who can't who got JFL two years in a row and then hasn't gotten it for five years. My career is over. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I got. Uh, I had bacon on it and like, yeah, it was good. Like it tasted good because it was like a quality poutine place, mm -hmm. but you get like halfway through and you're like, why would I ever put bacon yeah. on this? I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. It's and brutal. it just is like, it doesn't, it doesn't add like, it's like, no. yeah, bacon is good. And like poutine is good, but like you put them together and you're like, yeah, it's good. Like it's still yes. nothing. Yes. Nothing made anything else better. It's a hat, I it's a hat on a hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, nah, well, now we're talking about something cool. It's a, a hat on a hat. Yeah. Have you not heard that like saying? A, no. That's a saying. Is it? Yeah. Putting a hat on a hat. Is it? I think, yeah. I, I think that's like a screenwriting thing or something, isn't it? I've heard it used there. I think it also applies to poutine, though. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, 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 is in, it is an urban dictionary, so I mean, that's yeah. how you know it's real. Yeah. Yeah, an unnecessary addition to something that was previously working without it, like putting a hat on top of another hat. Exactly. In comedy, this is used when placing two funny things too close to each other so that they distract from each other, yeah. which I mean... That's like I, that's why that's I'm like sitting all the way over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's why our show's gotten worse since I started coming back here to record in person. <laughs> We're too close to each other. We need to be virtual. That's what makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, I think. I think Derek will like the poutine. It's, it's going to be so. By the time we start eating, because we're bringing the poutine back here, right? Are we? I don't know. Are we? What's the plan? Yeah. I, so if you're bringing, yeah, if you're no, bringing we gotta it back, eat it there. I think you gotta have it fresh. I think. See, but the argument for bringing it back is then you can properly divide. You can get three different ones and divide it up. That's without that having to true. all like eat out of the same container. Yeah. 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 If it's but only but yeah, it's only do that if it's close because if it is too far away. It's pretty get, close. It's, it's a suboptimal experience. It's, it's yeah, like, you kind of want to have it while the cheese curds are not super melted yet. So yeah. I, I feel like we might have to eat it there for the true experience. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, we can just do that. And they'll probably have air conditioning as well. And yeah. Like, yeah. Or we can just eat out on the... No, I guess it'll be... It's going to be... It's going to be so hot. Like, by the time we're... Yeah. By the time we're there, it's going to be, I think, like 34 or 35 degrees. Yeah. It's supposed to be. That's so, like 95 which, for which is, American listeners. Which is the record... Yeah. The, it's the hottest Vancouver has ever yeah. been. Actually, I guess it's overnight. It's probably like 100. It's probably closer to 100. Yeah, I think. For, so Monday, it's going to be 41 degrees, which I think is like 113 degrees or something. So I don't care for that. Um, is it? The, are you guys humid there, too? It's getting more humid. Yeah, it's, it's not usually in Vancouver. It's but like 50% humidity today, which is like, yeah. usually it's it's a drier heat. Oh, yeah, there uh, we go. 41 is 105. Look, 105, okay. Jesus. Can I can I just say, look, yes, listen, we'll people... Say. Fucking California, people always giving us grief. Oh, all you talk about is weather and traffic. It's just weather and traffic. Oh, the Californians. What a funny sketch. Because <laughs> all those people do is talk about weather and traffic. It's because the weather and traffic here is so oppressive. It's like <laughs> trying to kill you. Like if you had a guy chasing you with a knife, people would not be like, Jesus, all Stefan talks about is the guy who's trying to kill him at every hour of the day. Yeah. Because there's a guy trying to kill you. It's as soon as other places get as hot as it is here, all of a sudden, no, you guys all love to talk <laughs> about the weather. Now you know what it's fucking like to be in like 40 degrees Celsius weather all the time. Well, this is why it's I talk about, about this is why I talk about Joey and Mikey Miles all the time because they're oppressing me. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Because they why. will be why you die. Absolutely. <laughs> no question. Yeah. And we do yeah, have some Mikey Miles coming later on uh, in the episode, <sighs> which you're I either going to have like a a stroke while watching the videos or like one of your own fans will like become deranged and be like, the only way I can get Joey to re to reply to me is if I kill Stefan. Yeah. Like a situation like that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Actually. I mean, we do have pretty deranged fans, so I could see that happening. Um, for I, sure. This is not my social media update, but I do want to say, so Mikey miles will occasionally post uh, on his Instagram story, uh, like screen grabs from the notes app. And he had one the other day. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna type these two words for you, and I would like you to tell, and, and I'll give you the context afterwards. Uh, but I, I would like you to guess what he is trying to, what he's referring to with these two words. Uh, so just give him the give him the first one. The and first just one see is if he can guess it because I think that one's tough. G U T I E E. G U so, wait. Hold on. Give me those again. G-U-T-I-E-E. -E. And I, I'm sorry, my mind has been wiped by this. <laughs> he's trying to say letter. he's trying to say a real word. Here. This is a real word he okay. tried to spell. Yeah, in, so in yeah, his, he spelled it very out. wrong. And so what word do you think he's trying to spell? It, yeah. It's not like a name. Like he's no, not, no, it's not a name. No, it's a word. Uh G U T I E E. <laughs> 
How would you pronounce it? It'd be like, uh, like, I, I, I would default to like French and go like Gutier or something. Right. Yeah, that's not a bad. I think yeah, that's like, probably pretty close. Not to a how, bad guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the two E's at the end would like fuck it up, but it's genuinely the kind of thing you see and you're like, this cannot. It's just not. It's not. Okay. Maybe I'll help you. Here, here's how I think Mikey thinks it would be pronounced. Well, we can give him the second word, too. Okay, yeah, right? give him the second word. The yeah, second word, the second I word. think, will help you figure out what the first word was. Yeah. The second word is spelled M-U-S-H-T-A-C-E. Uh, M-U-S-H. Okay, <laughs> yeah. hold on. Sorry, give it to me again. M-U-S-H-T-A-C-E. That's mustache. That's right. Okay. Yes. So that is mustache. So what do you think G-U-T-I-E-E is? Uh, it's related to mustache or very closely related. Yes, I understand. That <laughs> Listen, get off my fucking back, John. Right? I sit through these fucking videos you guys play for me. That's fine. But now you've introduced whatever these fucking words are to me. And I'm upset, finally. <laughs> I, 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 I cannot stress this enough. I don't know. I cannot think of one example. Do you want to pronounce like it? One, one yeah. So I think, I think how Mikey thinks it's pronounced would be like gutty. Gutty. But what so is like, gutty? Well, like, but, but no, but like, it's, that's still not the correct pronunciation of the word, but think of something that's like related to a mustache you were like trying to get me to invent a, a weird, like American idiot version of Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. like, no, you take a word that is misunderstood in the first place, yeah. and then you spell it more wrong than you would think a person would ever do. Yeah. Okay, it's goatee, Will. It's goatee. It's goatee. Goatee. Yeah. <laughs> Look. I hate that the pieces, as soon as you said it, of like, I was like, of course it's goatee. What else would it be? Other? Of course it's goatee. So, so the context I'm like for upset it, with myself for not knowing it's it. Okay. I, I it's think, okay. I think he wants to maybe grow a mustache or something. So he, yeah. he has posted on his Wait, Instagram what story. What the fuck is a goatee mustache? Well, but, well no, no. It's, he's so, deciding if he wants. He says oh, clean oh, shaven or oh, oh. goatee, facial, facial hair, hair slash mustache look. Yeah. <laughs> so... so Asking the important questions. So anyway, it's just another week here on Block Party where we are making fun of a guy who spells mustache, mush taste, and goatee, gutty. Yeah, so, that's right. Welcome it to is, the program. Like, I, I have done, like, you know, I've, like, volunteered with campaigns and done, like, minor, like, I guess, like, organizing stuff. And it is, like, this. that's the kind of thing I, like, see, and I was, like... I don't know how you can get through to people. How can you possibly <laughs> yeah. get through to some people? It seems impossible to ever get through to someone who goes on Twitter and just asks this legion of people who make fun of him every day, <laughs> nonstop. Should I grow a mustache, facial hair, slash, or goatee, facial hair, slash, mustache? Like, even... Yeah. His the, his way of framing the question doesn't make sense. It's almost like politicians are just going to have to start having like an alternate campaign where they just spell things wrong and the sentences aren't exactly correct. To get like dunked on, but yeah. like get their name out there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's almost like how, you know, if you uh, live in like a multicultural area, you would probably have 
signs in different languages. It's like, oh, this is a, a big part of the population in this neighborhood speaks Mandarin. Yeah. So I will have Mandarin we, slogans yeah. and I will have English slogans. Yeah, we live in an, almost, I, an irony neighborhood. So yes. We have to have <laughs> yeah. typos on our sign. Yeah, we got to have typos on our sign. <laughs> yeah. We got to have, yeah. Big wow, vote for me or whatever. How oh do the Reddit people talk? It's all like... Uh, I think that was pretty close. Big wow? Is yeah. that like a I mean, remember... Well, I don't, I don't remember this, but I know of this from like Mad Magazine growing up, but Dan Quayle... <laughs> Spelling potato with an e at the end, right? Oh yeah, where yeah. and like that was like that was huge. I mean, he almost lost. Like, that, like he almost was destroyed him. They yeah. they did they did lose. Like not. I mean, that didn't help. Yeah. Um, but wait, no, did they lose? They did. Yeah, because that was ninety two. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. Yeah, so they did. Um, but that that I mean, the context there is that he was in like a classroom for a campaign event, like a third grade classroom. And a, a little girl, I think, went up and had to spell a word, and she spelled potato. And then she spelled it correctly, and Dan Quayle was like, I think you're forgetting the E at the end. Oh, yeah, and she did, like, a Jim from The Office look to camera. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that, yeah, it's, it's one thing to just spell it wrong, but to incorrectly correct a child and then for them to like look around like get a load of this asshole that's that's bad like yeah. that that's what fucks you right there yeah. well that's like literally a joke in school of rock right where he's like playing the guitar and he does the math problem and he's like no it's 8 and she's like no it's 9 oh, yeah. and he's oh, like yeah, yes yeah. i was just testing you it's <laughs> 9 or whatever it's like that that's we think of that as being so funny that it's a joke in a movie yeah and he did it for real yeah. uh, the only thing i remember about dan quayle is one of my dad's friends used to call me little quayle when i was like 7 cuz he thought that i looked like dan quayle but oh, as a child God. And he called me that like all through when I grew up and long after Dan Quayle had any relevance whatsoever, he would call this, me little Quayle. This is one of your dad's friends, yeah, you said? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I hate those parents. <laughs> that are, like, weird. I hate, I hate, I hate that. Like they try to have like weird jokes with you and yeah. you're like, I'm eight. Leave me alone. Yeah. Little. Hey, you look like the vice presidential candidate. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm eight. What does that yeah. mean? <laughs> Great man. I was just crying because I couldn't get past the level in Mega Man. Like, stop! <laughs> I don't want this from you. Uh, to me, the best politician classroom fail is when uh, George Bush uh, couldn't read the the Hungry Caterpillar. Like, oh he, he yeah. Was like, oh, I, I give up. I have to. I have to leave. I have to stop reading this. You know. Oh, I. I wasn't that because nine eleven happened. I mean, there, he maybe that's the excuse he gave. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's definitely the the clip where the like Secret Service agent like whispers yeah, in his I, ear. Yeah, and I whatever. think what happened is that he was having trouble reading the book and was like, "Get someone yeah. in here, like just have him whisper anything in my ear." <laughs> and then 9/11 happened afterwards. That's what I uh, uh, see. A lot of people are saying that Bush did 9/11, but they didn't realize it was so that he had to get out of reading the very hungry caterpillar. That's yeah. why he called. He's like, "Oh shit, it's the caterpillar book. I, you guys know I can't read this. Call it in." <laughs> Execute Operation Foxtrot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a bunch of guys enroll in flight school in Florida. It's like a month-long <laughs> plan that they had. He'd been booked in that forever. <laughs> guys, I swear to God, if they make me read that, I can read anything else, but that Caterpillar book, we're, we're out if that happens. Hey, rest in peace, That's a, Eric Carl. Too. Yeah, he just died. Yeah, wow. God damn. Yeah. Eric Carl. I never liked that Hungry Caterpillar book. They, they you know, shit-talking they... Eric Carl now? No, <laughs> I just said I didn't like the book. I just said I didn't like the book. Oh, my God. Yeah, Richard talking Scary, him. what a little bitch. Man. <laughs> well, Richard yeah. Scary sucked. I mean, busy town. Get, I mean, over, I, get over yourself. I liked it. I liked Critter, Little Critter. <laughs> get out of here. Little Critter was cool. 
Come on. I, uh, come on. I, what? I don't like uh, I don't like children's literature that uh, supports the idea that having a job is good. I'm like now opposed to that. Yeah. yeah I'm well, only going to buy my kids books about being a deadbeat when they're growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Busy, busy town. All the all the animals have jobs. You know, they're all defined yeah. by by what their job is. I didn't is. read that shit. I just read the the little critter books. Oh, that was Richard Scary as well. Yeah. Little critter. No, that was the... Robert, Robert Munch. No, think. no, no. Was that Richard Scary? It was Richard Scary. Rich, I will say Richard Scary is a great name. It's a great name. It's a really good name. Yeah, Little Critter. Oh, Mercer Mayer was Little Critter. Yeah, Mercer right. Mayer. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, Richard Scary. Fuck you. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck you, bitch. What is what is Little Critter? <laughs> little Critter's that little guy. Little Critter's a little critter, man. Yeah, it's right there. Literally, the I know. I'm telling but, but you. I mean, yeah. what's the animal? Is it like an otter? It's not even like an animal. It's I don't a critter. Think. Yeah, it's, it's a, a critter. critter. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that Lil Critter looks like the uh, Nestor, the bassist from Pup. Oh, yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I sent I sent that. I don't know Nestor super well. Obviously, I've met him a couple times, but I sent that to Steve, and Steve was like, that's really funny. I don't think I'm going to tell him that, but it's really <laughs> funny. I mean, Steve looks like in former era snow. So, And I also tweeted that. And that Did he get mad at you? Uh, no, he didn't get mad. He was like, "Fuck, that's really accurate. I don't, I don't appreciate this." It was once he got his like really like swoopy haircut, he started looking like snow. Hey, you know who can go fuck themselves is Super Fudge. <laughs> Isn't that oh, uh, right. that kid is was that a piece dad? of shit? Is that Judy Bloom. Yeah, that kid yeah. was an asshole. Yeah, I didn't care for Judy Bloom shit. Super Fudge's whole thing was that he was a piece of shit, right? Am I wrong? That's what Super Fudge was, right? Yeah, he would like eat lizards and stuff, and like, did he? What? I, I feel like he would do stuff where he would have to like go to the hospital and like. I may, maybe I'm misremembering this. I don't know. What the fuck was Super Fudge? Eight, I didn't read that eight shit. Lizards? I, don't, I feel like that's something that Super Fudge would Super do. Super Fudge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, it just says, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the photo. He's he's Super Fudge. He's swinging yeah, from the title of the, the book. It's the sequel right on the to cover. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Yeah. Uh, it says. Kid, kid doesn't even respect <laughs> his own title. Fuck this. Whoa. This is. Okay. This is from the plot section, Peter deals with the fallout from Fudge's various problems, which include a spat with his teacher who refuses to call him Fudge. When his teacher refuses to call him that, he kicks her. Yeah, come on, Fudge. He also Fudge. attempts to get rid of his sister Tootsie and is famous for his constant desire to involve himself in Peter's activities. Dude, yeah. getting rid of his sister is uh, unnervingly vague. <laughs> yeah, it is like, really. Yeah. He tries to get rid of. He's like, like got Jeffrey Epstein on the phone. Like, hey, I got one for you. Just show up. And, uh, let's make this happen. That's such a 1980 book, too. Yeah. Like, imagine yeah. pitching that to a publisher now. Yeah. So he kicks his teacher, um, and he wants to eliminate his sister. Well, what yeah. do you mean eliminate? Well, you know, it, it, we can take it a number of different ways. Well, I guess it's kind of like how Garfield would try and send Nermal to Abu Dhabi, right? It's right. like that sort of thing. I think. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's it's that level. Yeah. Um, and like I f Garfield's kind of fallen off a little bit. <laughs> uh, there's like a weird thing where the, the, the tide has turned and people are now pro Heathcliff anti Garfield. Yeah. I Garfield's like normie antics are like out of favor and people now love the jazz age of uh, weird cut ups of Heathcliff. I, the I love cat. I love Heathcliff. I love yeah. I, I see I see the Heathcliff Be careful. posts on I said on Heathcliff Twitter. was cool. Remember we did the top three cartoon cats and yeah. I had Heathcliff in my list and people no people talk shit you, on you me. were just ahead of your time. You were Thank ahead you. of the curve. Yeah. Thank you. Uh Heathcliff is cool. All the Heathcliff comics are like Two old people standing outside uh, a store, and the store uh, has a big glass window, and it says ham on the store. And then Heathcliff is walking by wearing a, a bicycle helmet, 
And the old person's like, well, he's getting ready to go to the ham store. Yeah. That's every Heathcliff. Kicks comment. ass. It's great. There was the there was the one that was just going around where it was like a magic show and the ad was like um like it was whatever, like the fantastic Edgar and his rabbit that he controls. And then the actual act was like the rabbit was pulling the magician out of a hat. And yeah, two old people were like standing in the wings. And one was saying to the other, like, it looks like the rabbit has control of Edgar. And you were like, yes, this is great. Because what am I to make of this? It reminds me of, um, will you, do you know Graham Clark? Comedian from Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I don't actually know Graham Clark. But, but you know but of him. So yeah, he yeah, yeah. used to do this bit where he would bring um, he would bring family circus books on stage with him. And then if a joke bombed, uh, he would read a family <laughs> circus comic. He'd be like, the guy who made these is way more rich than me. And obviously people think these are funny because they've been running for like 50 years. Bill so, so if you don't like what I'm doing, I will read a family circus comic. <laughs> and so then it was like, it was a great like way to train the audience because then they would be like, shit, I don't want him to read another family circus comics. <laughs> So I'm going to laugh harder. <laughs> and it was awesome. He hasn't done it for a long time, but I used to love that bit that he that he did. Because, yeah, he uh, he had one of the only comedy nows that I liked. Yes. I did, they still run those. No, no. Those have been gone for like a yeah. decade. So they, they don't even run them anymore. No. Yeah. After they called one ladies of the night, that was that was really over for them. They did. They did it, one. It was the last season of comedy now. <laughs> and they they split it. They instead of having like one person do the whole hour, they had three female comedians do 20 minutes each and they called it ladies of the night. Okay. <laughs> People were like, okay, maybe it's time to end this. Like, just like, like sweetening every single word that the oh, comic yeah. did. Yeah. Like it, it was, I, I remember like it was the people would get them and they'd be like, I got a comedy now. The money's going to be good, but man, oh man, like this sucks. Yeah. It's going to look bad and I'm going to look like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know, Comedy Now was a it was like a, a, a series of Canadian comedy. Imagine like Netflix, the stand ups, uh, but like 40 it was times like, worse. It was like the Comedy Central. Every Comedy Central yes. would give out half hours. Yes, exactly. Week. So it was very similar to that. And I'm not saying the comics were worse. The production was horrible. Uh, yeah, Dude. I remember seeing it on because it was on the Comedy Network. Right? Yeah, my that, uncle yeah. did one and he said it was like, not I, I just remember see, and just just watching it and, and being like, oh, this is like the production value on this is not oh, very good. Horrific. Yeah. Yeah. And they would like edit, they would move bits around in the set. Yeah. Like I, I remember people talking about how they had like callbacks moved to before the bit. It was a callback to <laughs> like they would eviscerate these sets for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And, and they, uh, they did. Um, they would film. So they did it at the Masonic Temple in Toronto and they would do like, I believe, four in a row with the same yeah. audience. Yeah. So dude, people were just there. Crime. They were there for like three or four hours. The audience oh watching these God. specials back to back to back. <laughs> And then, yeah, and so then, that, like Will said, they ended up like having to sweeten the shit out of it because the audience was just exhausted by the second one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that rocks. And it just was not <laughs> even like the taping I went to. The guy said was like good and funny, and then they just like it. The real issue is it all seemed exactly every single comedy now seems exactly the same. Like yeah. they like yeah. completely <clears throat> uh, shave off any of the like qualities of a comedian that might make them interesting, and just like create this unbelievably generic product and you get like 
$10,000 and have, and then they can air it as many times as they want. Cause they're absolutely like no royalties or anything paid out for it. That's how Russell Peters got big. His like, yeah. somebody like put his online and uh, it like blew up and he started getting booked uh, at colleges in the South. Cause there were big, like South Asian populations and like the American South. And he started doing like college gigs and stuff and it blew up from there. But he was like sleeping on his buddy's couch as this special was racking up like millions of views in the very, very early YouTube era. It's like it was one of the most fucked up deals you could possibly make to be like, OK, I can pay off my student loans. But like I'm about to lose 45 minutes of material to the void. So this is not the best deal of my entire life. Yeah, no. I re- yeah. He talks about that, that like basically piracy is what like made his career that yeah. someone just ripped this special and put it up and. And apparently they had put it up well, too. Like, they chopped all the jokes up. So it wasn't just like, here's 30 minutes of this. Yeah. It was like they actually, like, cut out the jokes and titled them, you know, so that it was oh, like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he that's how he, like, got big. Wow. And then he had a three, his first threesome, and it was great. <laughs> that's from his book. Excuse me? Uh, yeah. Oh, my, okay. my, my, mom, my mom got me Russell Peters' autobiography for Christmas one year. Just because it was like right around when I started doing comedy and she was just like, oh, this is That's a you classic know, mom. Yeah. Classic oh, dude, mom. Those, yeah. The comedy books. I was given so many how to do stand up comedy books. Yes. Like when I first started doing like like two Judy Carter books. And oh, shit like yeah. That. The classics. Yeah. yeah so, dude. yeah, she got me Russell Peters autobiography. And like, I know that he's a really good guy. So I don't like talking bad about him because i know like especially towards comedians he's like a very good guy and everything you hear is that he's a a nice man but his autobiography is insane it (laughs) is absolutely crazy uh it's it's ghost written by his brother who's his manager neither one of them are authors and then yeah he just like (laughs) most of the chapters like so the the the, the starting out career stuff is interesting or you know interesting enough yeah and then it's just like the back half of the book is just basically different anecdotes about like how he's famous and like meeting there's like a whole chapter about meeting gene simmons and because he was like a huge kiss fan (laughs) and then yeah literally the end of one of the chapters is i had my first ever threesome it was great (laughs) and that's the end of a chapter wow yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool stuff god damn yeah a a real uh, a real thing in toronto uh like by the time i like when i left is he was still there a lot and uh, he would buy comics leather jackets who like opened for him. And so you would see dudes in the dead of summer, just like fucking muggy, like asshole, like summers, just the worst, most oppressive wet heat. And these these like like middles and like road headliners just pouring sweat out of their pores because they refused to take these jackets that Russell bought them on. Damn. Like they were so oh. proud of them. And it's just like they just looked like they were dying in them. <laughs> oh man. I think we gotta start getting leather jackets for our for guests. guests. Yeah. I was gonna say we need some sort of blocked party. <laughs> like it's gotta be, yeah, something like that that is just awful that you couldn't wear all the time. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you guys should do that thing, uh, the worst possible thing when uh like you do like a festival or whatever, and you get they give you something for doing it that clearly was incredibly expensive but it's like so insanely ugly like it's so it's branded with their logo so big that you're like i'm never gonna wear this and like i wish you'd just given me the hundred dollars you spent on it yeah like this this, you ruined this nice (laughs) i had a bag from blockbuster i got for being employee of the month and it's like 
so well made and so durable, but it has this massive blockbuster logo stitched onto it. And I was like, you ruined this beautiful leather bag by putting your logo on it. I guess that could be kind of cool to use now, right? Yeah, yeah, I do use it. I use it now because also nobody else has one. Yeah. So when I'm at the airport, I'm not. I, nobody's taking it mistakenly. Right. Yeah, or yeah. or intentionally, they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to steal luggage from the blockbuster." Bag. <laughs> did you do? Did you do JFL the year they gave everybody flashlights, or one of the couple years they did? Oh God, no! Yeah, I I got something worse. I got like a bunch of comedy CDs way after. I did too. I did too. I did too. Yeah. My swag bag was like ten comedy CDs and a flashlight. Because <laughs> because there was like two years where flashlight just sponsored a ton of like they I think they had their own weekly in LA and they were like sponsoring a ton of comedy stuff and yeah everyone got a flashlight uh like female comedians got them gay comedians got like darcy michael said he got his and he was like he just took the vagina out of it and he was like whipping people with it and stuff. <laughs> like, just, yeah it was a it was a good time that's like that's the kind of thing that someone who's not funny thinks is like hilarious to be like we'll put fleshlights in all of the the bags yes. that we yeah. give the comedians it'll be so funny and then the comedians are like what the fuck am i supposed to do like it's like so wasteful to throw it out. But if you just like leave it behind, the cleaning staff is like, thanks, asshole. Now I have yeah. to deal with all these fucking fleshlights Did, that I don't know if they were used or not. You before used they it. Were you tested it, right, John? I used it once. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, was it? Did you not? It, I said I used it once. Yeah. But you didn't say if you like used it successfully, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all yeah. I wanted to know. So it did the job. Yeah, I wish I wish the listeners could see how irritated John <laughs> and that, that the bit could not just be dropped and I used it once. <laughs> just just like sitting there, just like pen or whatever in hand, just like sort of moving it up and being like, yes, I I, I nutted in the flesh. Like, can we stop now? Like, did you get what you want from you're like insisting we continue with this? Would you like to know the volume of the load I dropped in the flesh? Is well, that what's next? Or so, can we can we go talk about anything else other than what I've trapped myself? Did you just in? throw yeah. it out after? Yeah, I threw it out. I threw it out after. Yeah, well, because yeah. the thing is, so you like because, yeah, I got it for free. It's, they're very expensive. Yeah. So John, I was like, you were out, man. You were out of the flesh. I know you got me out. I know you got me out, but I'm coming back in. What was what was what so, type of like? Did you have the alien one that's like blue? No, it was uh, it was apparently one that was supposed to increase your stamina, your sexual stamina. Like I, I guess why? Because it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> like what is, how does that work? I think it's what? like it, I don't know. It's it's supposed to be. I think the idea. I feel like is, normal jacking off does that. I know it's, uh, but I think it's kind no, of no, like, no. You got to mix up how you jack off, or you get uh, you get used to one type of stimulation, and you will come way too fast because of it, or you can't come at all because you're but you teach your dick to only come one specific way or you're on Just ssris yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 stefan yeah. talks about that a lot but the um <laughs> but yeah so yeah. the 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 i don't know there was like bumps on the it was kind of like ribbed i guess so the idea is that it would feel so good that when you had sex with a it would human, feel worse. It would feel worse. Which I, it, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here to say that it's an effective technique. I'm just saying that's what it was. And, and so, 
<laughs> What's the tagline <laughs> for it? This is gonna make pussy feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Last <laughs> longer because it will ruin sex for yeah, you yeah. forever. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that was basically the t- the tagline. Yeah, makes pussy feel like shit. Um, but they they uh, so the thing is so yeah so you get it it's expensive you're like okay yeah. well I'll try I'll try it yeah. you know whatever why not but then to. The first time you use it, you have to soak the lining in warm water for like 15 minutes. So now you're already like, oh, well, to this, like warm it up. To no, make- well, and and I guess just to like get the germs out of it. Or so right. now you're already like, well, my impulse decision is like now you're really you don't want to think about this. Right. right. Like so then you're like, fuck. So I'm throwing it in the sink for like 15 minutes. <laughs> then you got to put lube like in thawing it. Thawing a steak. Yes, exactly. I like put it on defrost in the microwave and then I fired it in there. And then, yeah. And then, and then like you got to fill it up with lube. And then the other thing is too, like, so then, yeah. So then I, I, I used it and it wasn't, it wasn't great. Like it didn't feel like I was like, ah, oh, God. Cause like, you're probably in your head the whole time being like, ah, oh, this is like, this is, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah, Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. For sure. And then you finish and then you're like, God, I'd have to clean this. Like, I'm not fucking clean. <laughs> How do you it. even clean it? Well, you, you, cause the, the vagina, whatever the liner comes out. So you pull it out and then you clean it. Oh, and you just, oh. well, but isn't there, oh. there's so no t- hole at the, is there a no. hole at the end? So no. So, so you put the, you put the, the, the insert into the tube, but it didn't, the, your theoretically your cum wouldn't get in the tube because it's blocked off at the bottom. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So like, okay, so it yeah. collects in the bottom of the thing and yeah. then you wash it out. Yes. Okay. So I was like, that, I'm not, fuck that. I, so I just threw it out. I'm yeah. like, you think I'm ever going to clean this? <laughs> Dude, that sucks so hard. Like, <laughs> just the idea of it's, you have no good option. Cause like you can do it. You're fucking done. And yeah. you're like supposed to be all relaxed. And you're like, fuck, I got to clean this thing out now. Like, just like you're like old load oozing out of it while you clean this thing in your fucking hotel yeah. sink. Yeah. Or you can be like, oh, great. I can wait and just have like one day old cum. I have yeah. to clean out of this terrible like, rubber tubing thing. Yeah. Every every option is bad. No question. It, it oh. just. Yeah. It's not a good. Uh, God damn. Not a great product. Anyway. The tagline for Fleshlight should be, so it's come to this. Like, <laughs> and it's spelled C-U-M. Of course. Yeah. 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 So it's come to this. Yeah. Oh my God. It literally, it would have to be. I mean, it's, it just, yeah, it just doesn't, uh, I was going to say something else and I lost my train of thought. And speaking of losing my train of thought, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied tapes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. I do. Before we do that, I just want to say it would be very funny if Becca had been with you that entire time you were in uh, Just for Last, <laughs> and you were just like, "Hold on a second, I gotta go uh, take a shit," and then you're just like <laughs> trying to. She's thing like, "I out. can hear you filling the sink up. <laughs> Finally, I can have pussy ruined for myself." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Will, we always like to start with the guests. What's going on on your social media? Oh, God, I can't believe uh, I just uh, I had uh, a whole thing I was ready to talk about. And then <laughs> talking about John jacking off with a, a, a rubber flashlight, really just like blew it right out of the back of my skull. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's had... blocked party for you right there, Will. You, <laughs> yeah. ne- you just never know what kind of bullshit we're going to drag you into. 
It really does. Uh, whatever you're thinking about before you start listening to Block Party, uh, you are no longer thinking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 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 right. I wanted the uh, the like uh, the the suicide of uh, John McAfee. Uh, yeah, is because it's like the only. It's it's one of those rare times where like everyone on the internet pretty much can like come together and agree. Like, and not only be like, not only be like, not only is this like not a tragedy. Like I saw somebody tweet, like literally I would believe no matter how John McAfee died, I would believe it. Like this is the one guy where any death to me was possible. And uh, it truly was. It is like, it, it was the exact opposite of Epstein where like, Everyone came together to be like, yes, this weirdo absolutely committed suicide uh, because he did not want to go to jail for all the weird. I, what it was he, like he, tax like, evasion and stuff. And he killed a guy in like Belize, I think. And like, yeah, I think it was wanted in like five different countries. Yeah. And he for some reason went to Spain where like absolutely has extradition treaties. He would also pay but women then, to poop in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Through. Yeah. Through, through a, a hammock. hammock right? Yeah. He had like, yes, a, I think he he had a special sh- hammock made up or it was just a regular like mesh hammock, I guess. Wait, and, what? Yeah. He would he would pay. <laughs> he would lay underneath a hammock and pay women to poop through the hammock into his mouth. No. Yeah. Yes. He like he said that. OK. How? <laughs> the legend of John McAfee is incredible. I mean, like, he's nuts. He's absolutely insane. Oh yeah, he's like the God. he's the fucking um who's who's the guy with the the big blue ox? He's like a he's like a mythical he's like a yeah. legend from folklore Bunyan. of yeah. the internet. Yeah, uh, see, oh, see this is what I love. This is what I love, though. Will, sorry to interrupt you. They tweeted, uh, "Will I got he it. died as he lived, causing unwanted messages to appear on my computer." <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Yeah, that, this is great. This is the uh, like a great wrap up of like John McAfee's death. It's just like people clowning on a guy dying. I love it. I like when." The rare person dies and we can all just come together to like clown on it. Yeah. I like uh, that you were like, oh, wow, Stefan and John, you really took me out of this whole thing by talking about fleshlights. How dare you do this to me? Uh, and then you're like, oh, by the way, this guy like to get shit in his mouth. I, I don't know if it was a specialized hammock. And I brought up the shitting. I think it was just because yeah. okay. you could shit through a regular hammock into someone's mouth. No problem. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't have to be special. I, I mean, know, I, don't I don't know, know about what, no problem. No, Dan, <laughs> Dan don't look problem. it up. Dan, I don't want it. I don't need to know more about this. <laughs> well, yeah, I just want to see. If, is it? Oh, it, okay. No, it is a hammock with a hole cut in it for the where what the butt the? would go. And then, yeah. Like, okay, here's my question. Uh-huh. Is this, I feel like I'm an old, uh, I'm like an old road comic now. I've, I've actually brought a towel in here. <laughs> 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 and then my wife told me I had to sleep on the couch. And then I like pat myself with my towel. Yeah. Um, uh, is it, do we think that this is just a consequence of getting rich? Cause it feels like all these rich guys are just fucking deranged sexually. Well, I shouldn't say deranged. I don't want to shame anyone's kink here, but like, I just like, do Poop we in think the mouth? I think is a bit much. Yeah. Do we think yeah. that he was already like that? And then being rich just allowed him to live it out a little better. Or was it, he's like, God, I'm rich. I can have so much sex in any way I, I mean, want to. And I'm just going to do it as extreme I, as possible. He was always like an insane libertarian guy. Right. And like, yeah. Yeah. And I think people who are obsessed with like on your like online security, there are like only two types of those people. One of them are like, the extremely like old school 
uh, like leftists and the others are like, yeah, like psycho libertarians who <laughs> don't want the government to know anything that they're up to because they want to be able to buy like children on the dark web without right. uh, getting shit. For so it. we think this came before. Yeah, I think the poop stuff was probably was before. Yeah, I think maybe he liked because I liken it yeah. to like it's kind of like porn, right? It's like when you, you when you start out watching porn, you're you're usually just like, oh, a man yeah, and a pic- woman pictures of a boob yeah well for us yeah it was pictures but but you know we're just it's like oh it's a man and a woman you yeah. know and then it's like and then you go on down and then eventually <laughs> that just doesn't do it for you anymore and you it's keep a woman going on in a dryer you know, you know exactly <laughs> yeah, it just keeps going down and down you know so i i just didn't know if it was like that where it's like okay i'm rich so now i'm like i'm 40 and i'm and i'm ugly but i'm having sex with like supermodels at like five at a time and it's crazy and then eventually you're like oh, five at a time sort of boring now what do i What's the next step? You know yeah. what I mean? Poop, I think. Do you go to pee first? You probably go to pee first. Right? I think pee was like step one for him. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. curious if it's a straight line progression or if it's like a branching skill tree. Yeah. Like you're like, well, you can invest your level up points yeah. in like like piss play, or you can wait a couple levels and drop the like 10 into the first level yeah. of getting shit on. It's like a, a Skyrim constellation that looks like a poop. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah exactly I, I mean i don't know i just i can't I, I just don't know how you get there as well like like that one feels a little bit like, i think once like, you get to the specialized hammock no no but i just of. mean like shit play in general like how do you decide like you know what i think that's what i'm you know maybe it's just like well let's let's see what's up here you know let's see what's going on yeah and <laughs> then Hey, I think they know what's going on. That's what I mean. That's what that's my that my thing is. I know what's going on. So I'm not so I'm not interested. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and again, I'm not trying to if that's what you're into. I'm not shaming anybody. I just that one just seems like I just don't. I it's it's fascinating in a way that I have no interest in learning anything about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're not like, oh, this is so interesting. I better dig into this a bit more. I also don't want to know any more. I also think like the hammock situation for the the women pooping on him. It, it would be sort of because you would be laying down and pooping, right? Yeah. That might actually be cool, though. Like maybe that unlocks something for the women. That's where they're true. Like, oh, yeah. God, now I have to sit down and shit. This sucks. Well, like, yeah, because I guess they could be just sitting in the hammock. Too, That's true. Potentially. Yeah. No, but, they've got to have like their legs spread over the sides or else you're like shitting all over your thighs. That's what I was going to say. The shit was going to and yeah. it's going to get on the you hammock. Have your obviously, legs closed too. While you shit. Oh, God. Well. He I mean, I'm anyway. ready to He's stop talking now. about this. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh, so can I tell you? So the like shitting thing, I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how. For me, the thing I became like obsessed with in terms of like how can someone do that or be into it is getting uh, – I had an ex-girlfriend who would like show me a video of this to like, f- like f- fuck me up. She thought it was funny. <laughs> But like guys who like like long thin rods shoved into their dick oh, hole. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. That that's like I. It was like a metal rod, yeah. and yeah. Uh, the guy was also like Australian. I mean, this is it's <laughs> fucking disgusting as I want about it. But it was like the the two things I remember are she was like <laughs> jacking him off at the same time, and he comes around like it uh, erupts out of oh. like around the and rod. over yeah. the rod and i just remember it looking like a pimple bursting or something <laughs> because the hole was so blocked 
Come on. But it also is because it was a metal rod. As soon as it would, I could like, I would like taste Ah, metal when I would watch it. It gave me Ah. such a like, uh, uh, such a like, like intense Ah. reaction. I would like taste like, like that metallic taste in my mouth and like, like hunch and be like, uh, uh, uh. Dan but puked yeah. while we were recording last week, and I might puke this week. So we'll just we'll, well see. How it can goes. I just I just want to say one thing related to the rod and the oh. penis, which is, <laughs> and I brought this up on the stream this week, and I'm realizing now that like this might be like why I have like kind of the sense of humor or whatever that I have now, which is that I I remember they would have the books of the Darwin Awards, right? Yeah, yeah. But there were some really insane stories in there. And there was one that I remember because because the Darwin Awards was, uh, you know, it, it's someone dying in like kind of a dumb or stupid way or whatever. Uh, but it would also be people who were unable to reproduce because like maybe they did something to their penis and sure, balls, sure. you know, whatever. Um, and this one of them cruel in retrospect, it really does. And it really seems maybe <laughs> hey, you stupid idiot. You <laughs> fucked up your ability to have kids because of that time. You well rammed a wagon into your junk. I'll tell you why I'll, this is one of those stories. But I, I was reading this as like an 11 year old. right? <laughs> so, but it was a guy who would uh, he was unraveling a, like a night, like a jump rope. And he would put the jump rope. He would thread it up his penis. No. What do you mean up? Like well, the, I guess I guess I know like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and I think it got I, it got like stuck. Or well, yeah, because how would you? You'd be kind of like jamming. It, it would like sort of curl yeah. anyway. So oh, and then they, I think they had to cut a bunch. And so yeah, this that episode was, needs like, a cut into this like, episode needs a content dick, like a hot dog. I think so. And yeah. like open it up and get it. Up. Yeah, I, because like. Dan you is holding imp- his penis right now. He's having a yeah. hard time with this one. You, you don't want something with a bunch of like frayed ends going into your. That's what I mean. Like you want yeah. a nice smooth, yes. rounded. Yeah, uh, you want the rod. Wait. I get the yes. rod thing now. You know, yeah, the inanimate carbon rod. Yeah. yeah, this was the the jump rope guy was the guy. He was he was a pioneer, really. You know, oh, because the next guy was like, I'm using the rod. Yeah, the next guy was like, I'm learning. Thank you for teaching me, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> let will... me guess, your social media update is cool and normal, and it'll be just totally a fine discussion. No, no, it's a Mikey Miles video oh, where he talks God. about how he's not going to nut for seven days, and he also farts in the video. Oh. Actually, I don't know if, well, we'll play this. I haven't watched the whole video yet. Do we want uh, the two-second version or the three-minute version? Play the three-minute version, don't... and we'll see if he farts. And we, <laughs> we have the two-second version, but it, it is muted on the, yeah. Okay. I'm so tired of this guy. I don't know if this goes so much for girls. Can you hear this, Will? It does for guys. Uh, (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) But as far as the men goes, and I'm a a guy, um, you know, after you hit puberty at a certain age, we're used to uh, having sex or, you know, jerking off, masturbating. Yep. that's right, Mikey. Daily, you know. Daily. And after like a day or two, I'm like, okay, I got to, you know, release this. I got to get this done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it reduces stress. You feel better. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. So a seven-day reset, uh, you're basically going seven days without having an orgasm. Basically, no sex, no masturbation. John, get off your phone. Can't do it seven straight days. Sounds easy, right? Doesn't sound that hard. But when you're consistently used to doing it every day or two days, 
and you've done this for the past you 10 okay? years, your body is no. accustomed to it. I don't care. <laughs> so all of a sudden the- you're like, okay, you know, <laughs> your body is almost thrown into a loop. A loop. And I read somewhere that <clears throat> if you could push it to the seventh day, that your sex levels spike. <laughs> testosterone levels spike. Everything just, <laughs> you know, because, you know, increases to the roof. Uh, especially, you know, uh, either in you know, your late 20s, early 30s. I'm in my mid-30s already, but... Um, Anyway, that's what that's what the seven day reset is. It's something that I personally—I mean, I can remember that I did like a two week thing. This was way back in like maybe two thousand nine or so. I mean, it's, it was like a while ago. I say it's been a good ten to twelve years since I've done anything like this. Uh, so <laughs> I just like, yeah. <laughs> Um, and again, it's much harder than it looks. You want to, you know, you know, you want to play with yourself. You want to feel good. You want to have fun time, you know, so it's like, it's much more difficult than it sounds. If you're with a girl, you know, you want to go have sex with your girlfriend. You want to, it's much more difficult than it sounds. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you for being patrons. And more creative things. Oh, this is on his Patreon. Yeah. Uh, just play the quick three-second one, because I, I feel like maybe we missed the fart. Seven-day reset. Seven-day reset. There was a moving his camera. Seven-day mm. reset. I, I, think, I think it was a fart. Anyway, he's going to probably kill someone in the next seven days. The experience of watching John just, like, slumped in his chair. <laughs> Like dabbing sweat off the back of his neck with this odd towel while this thing be like, so uh, what I'm thinking is that it's supposed to uh, like rejuvenate, <laughs> really rejuvenate. You're like, take your sex to like a new level. And just like the, while hearing that and watching the most defeated man in the universe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's especially with this towel on now. Now I'm like an old road comic, but then watching that video, I was like an old road comic performing in a like hotel for like <laughs> ten people, and my career's clearly over. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't. Mikey Miles, I don't get. I, no. I don't understand. Joey, you, you get Joey. I get why you guys think Joey is funny, and 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 Ian K and all those fast food guys, and and there's just something cynical about them that allows me to be like, well, these are kind of bad dudes, so I don't care. Mikey Miles is the worst of the three. It's hard to really get behind. Like, I just don't understand why we're ever focused on this guy at all, and I also don't understand that we had to watch a three minute video. That doesn't make it doesn't make no sense. None of it made any <laughs> no, sense. No, of course not. It's yeah. like I'm going to not jack off for a week so that jacking off on the eighth day is going to my testosterone levels. Your <laughs> like, sex level make, will spike. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, his it, sex level is going to spike. Oh my god! I mean, it just, I mean, he talks about his sex levels all the time. I know that, yeah. and I don't. I, so that's what I mean. I why do I know that? I don't I think, like yeah, that. I, I know told that. you. I think probably well, yes. That's the only reason I know that. So I, I don't know. I just, there's something about Mikey Miles for me that it just doesn't. I don't. 
Yeah. I'm going to shift the Overton window of internet freaks. And, and in a year, <laughs> you're going to be like, Stephen, when, uh, what's Mikey Miles up to? Never. And I've never said that. I've never said that about anyone. I'm never like, God, I hope you have a Joey update <laughs> on the show today. <laughs> but you will He's, after watching that. Will didn't know what he was bargaining for. He's like, hey, can you guys have me on the show so I can promote my movie? And we're like, hey, check out these fucking freaks. Oh, also, I came in a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> what's your social media update, John? Fuck, I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to do my social media. No, you just... know, it's, it's not a road comic who's like washed up and performing for 10 people in a hotel conference room. You are like uh, uh, like Michael Stolbart, I think is his name. The, you're like uh, oh. the main character in A Serious Man yes. now. Like, yeah. like just in the middle of the recording, just being like, I am a serious man. <laughs> as like Stemmen is making you watch some like weird yeah. creep who like... <laughs> got banned yeah. from all buses for I, like got in, I got into podcasting in weird way. for the art form will that's what, <laughs> yeah. you know and i'm just so disgusted that stefan's ruining the art form of podcasting <laughs> uh well my social media updates also kind of deranged uh i was uh so for those of you who follow me on instagram you you may have seen some of this uh, over the last couple oh, weeks oh yes i uh so i've talked about it on the show for the since february i've been working in a high school library as the librarian at the school and so part of my duties uh, at the end of the year was to do inventory of the library, which involves going through the entire high school library and scanning every single book, um, which was very time consuming and annoying. But I found some like very crazy books that shouldn't be on the shelf, uh, including this one. This is uh, insane. Yeah, this is the this is the this is a book from 1994 and it's called Help. My teacher hates me. <laughs> How to Survive Poor Grades, A Friend Who Cheats Off You, Oral Reports, and More by Meg F. Schneider. And the consulting editor is Dennis Mead, PhD. Okay. So we had to throw that in just so that, you know, we know <laughs> that Meg Schneider isn't just some random. This was looked over by a doctor. So basically all it is, is it's she's she's imagining like I don't think kids actually sent in questions but she's the book is formatted like here's a question that a kid might have about high school and I'm going to answer the question. This is on page 24. Okay, so this is a 250 page book. <laughs> Somehow this question made it to page 24. So early in the book, Meg Schneider thinks, you know what? This is a common thing kids are going to want to know about. The chapter is just called Crush on Teacher. <laughs> The question is, you have a secret that is really embarrassing. You can't stop thinking about your teacher. You think he's handsome, smart, funny, and very sexy. You haven't told anyone. Uh, was because this written by a teacher? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meg F. Schneider is the pen name for, for a male teacher. You haven't told anyone because you feel very silly. Still, you can't help but wonder what would happen if you shared your feelings with him. Dot, dot, dot. Wow. Answer. The first thing you should know is that crushes on teachers are very normal. They're not bad or forbidden or silly. In fact, it would be somewhat unusual if you got through your entire school experience without having a crush on one or more teachers. After all, think of the dynamic between the two of you. Your teacher is up there in front of you looking in control and sounding very wise. <laughs> He's in a way performing for you, working to keep your interest. If he is particularly successful at gaining any everyone's attention or at any rate yours, 
it me it must be because he is indeed radiating something quite exciting. So you stare at him day after day, which is unavoidable, and it's easy to start fantasizing. I bet he's fun to have dinner with, you might think, or boy, he would be fun to sit with on a slope, which I don't know what, what that means. Oh, on a ski slope. I just couldn't see the full That's also up. weird. Also yeah. super weird. Don't he might sit on the ski slope. Yeah, might You're going to cause an accident. Yeah. Uh, of course, you don't know if any of your dreams about him are true. He may be very different in his personal life than he is in the classroom, but as you sit in your class watching him day after day, your assumptions about him may seem like fact. And then... You know, it kind of goes on, blah, blah, blah. This part is fucking weird, though. If you are overwhelmed by your feelings for a teacher, it would be a good idea to speak to a school counselor about the problem. Don't be afraid or embarrassed. Developing a crush is a very natural and common attempt on the part of many students to resolve difficult personal issues. Uh, Once you begin facing the real problem, your feelings for this teacher will probably lessen. But whatever you do, try to resist the temptation to tell your f- teacher how you feel in either words or in deeds. Oh, <laughs> which is the worst God. possible way to frame that sentence. In deeds. Oh. Uh, first of all, if he is as professional as he should be, he will politely but firmly put you off. This is bound to be terribly upsetting and embarrassing for you. The truth is, it is just not appropriate for any student to be approaching the teacher in this way. And then it goes on. Uh, but yeah. Good I thought that was Lord. a particularly Has anyone checked out uh, that book recently? I'm not sure. I didn't look at that one, but I did have one of the books that I had uh, featured in my little Instagram story about all the inventory I looked and it hadn't been checked out since May 2008. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> it um this did you look up uh this like author? Oh, I should have. I never did actually. Well, I've got it up here. Oh, this beautiful. is like Yeah, yeah. So it started in like 1984 with uh Pregnant with Style exclamation mark. <laughs> uh, fashion savvy for the nine months of pregnancy, uh, which I imagine, I can't imagine those tips are st- still working this day. And fashion age. savvy. Like, I like yeah. that. That's the, you're pregnant, but you should also be thinking about looking good. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I get, but it's just like, I, like, I, I just don't think you're going to get that from a book written by some like fucking like, no, like, stiff ass uh the two in a crowd how to find romance without losing your friends i don't know why it would be such a thing uh love cycles the private adoption handbook okay step-by-step guide uh great sure uh then there's a popularity has its ups and downs (laughs) and that font for that one is written in like it's like the saved by the bell font and color scheme it's like a lot of like um it's a lot of like either like it's not so great being popular or uh, like well, how to deal with things when you're a kid and you are into people. The best one is from uh, uh, is called uh, Pretty Enough, the practically popular crowd, which is <laughs> extremely intriguing. <laughs> she wrote a lot of books. Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, wow. dude, there's a ton of shit on here. Yeah, it's like two pages. Wow. And it's either like adoption and stuff like that and like child rearing or it's like. Or it's like, uh, how to be like cool enough so you don't want to commit suicide in school <laughs> by Meg F. Schneider. Consulting editor, Dennis yeah. Johnson, yeah, for, PhD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty wild. I mean, that's really it. I don't really have like a great story about it. I just thought that that was an insane. I mean, you already told your good story on, on this pod. Oh, so. my God. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> other favorite one I had was a, a fiction book called Monks in Space. That was the other uh, that was okay. the other solid one. Yeah. And it now was literally a- like just the, like the back of the book. 
talked about it like it wasn't really a, like it talked about it like that was just super normal right that there would be like monks in space like the back <laughs> of the book is aboard the spaceship abbey prominence 14 spaceship abbey so right away okay, it's so just sad. so it's like a it's a monastery in space and we're just supposed to believe that that's totally chill 14 year old bart is a novice monk who is oh also God. training to be a pilot under gary the ship's crusty hard drinking captain when an unidentified Remora class vessel drifts into sight, only Bart and Gary see the potential danger of rescuing its Bart passengers. Bart and Gary? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and their fears are realized as the thieves begin looting the ship. But monk and thief alike face the ultimate threat when the prominence nears the sun and the engines fail. As temperatures and emotions soar, Bart must risk everything. It's like so, monks in space. What are we talking about here? There's oh. a lot going on there. And yes. you know what I describe that as? A hat on a hat. Yes. 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 Right. That's a hat on a hat. Why do they have to be hat. monks? Yeah. They can just uh, yes. be in space. Yes. Yeah. Or like, or it's like monks in space, but it's also like monks in space and then they get hijacked and then they have to work with their hijackers because yes. they're about to drift into yeah. the sun. And they're named like, Bart and Gary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The classic monk names we all know and love. But oh. uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of monks, we know and love. Let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, Blocktail, woo! No longer can see the post, it's a Blocktail, woo! You probably deserved it, it's a Blocktail. I don't know what your Blocktail is, but it would be incredible if it was somehow about a monk. (laughs) (laughs) Just to make my segue really, just like really sick. Uh, I would never do you a favor like that. Thank I would you. change I it. If it had been, I would have changed it on the spot. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate um, it. I would never, ever. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, by the way. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. It, it, uh, so my, I used to, like a long time ago, back before Twitter was like absolutely loaded with nonstop spam, uh, it, it, I used to do a thing where I would just search uh, LA meetings and Hollywood meetings, and I would retweet Every single person who had talked about having a meeting in L.A. or Hollywood. And there are there'd be so many because there are so people people take meetings all day here. And it's like you go and talk to somebody and they're like, how's it going? Cool. Hey, look, looking forward to maybe working together in the future. Like it is there there are just like mountains of essentially like they're called generals meetings. But a lot of time it's just like somebody just filling their calendar. They like say hello. And then like you never speak to each other again. You drive out to fucking Burbank in horrific traffic, but people would always tweet about these meetings or they'd be like, hey, guys, headed out to L.A. Uh, Anybody hook me up with some meetings? Question (laughs) mark. And you look and they have like 12 followers and you're like, God, like it. it, I wasn't I was like kind of making fun of this, these people, but it also was just like this illustrative thing of like, look at how much this is happening and like absolutely no feedback. Yeah. On any of these tweets, except occasionally it'd be like Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi being like, I had a big meeting in Hollywood. You guys hear about it? And then people in the replies would be like, no, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Those ones were depressing. Those were the ones I was actively laughing at. But like and and the thing was, all it's it was all these people were like essentially right on top of like follow back culture. So a lot of people would tweet at me like, thanks for the retweet or like follow me for retweeting them. And then I'm sure they just drift away the next time I did it. But very rarely I would get blocked. And there was this, there was like this woman, she posts a lot. She's a writer. Her name's Elizabeth Hackett. 
And I don't know her. I've never interacted with her. Uh, but she was kind of like friends with a lot of the same people I was friends with online back when we there was like like friend groups on there as opposed to just like vicious tribes of people all trying <laughs> to like kill it, drive e- each other into suicide. And uh, I just noticed one day somebody had like replied to her and I was like, why can't I see the original tweet? And she had like blocked me. And I was like, what did I do? And it was before I became like a, a psycho, like a politics psycho. And I was trying to think, and then I was like, oh, my God, I'm pretty sure I remember retweeting because I noticed because she was like not verified at the time, but she was big enough. I recognized I was like, haha, that's embarrassing for her talking about her like book meeting in Hollywood. Uh, and I retweeted it and I'm pretty sure she b- blocked me because she was familiar enough with this like bit I did <laughs> or she saw I retweeted her, clicked on my profile and saw to like I used to retweet so many people the site would would lock me out for 24 hours I couldn't fave I couldn't retweet yeah. I couldn't re- like I just wasn't allowed to do anything because they were like you you're posting too much and we're all worried about you and I'm pretty sure I don't know for sure but I'm pretty sure she had me blocked for like years because she got caught up in like my stupid bit <laughs> I would do and I've gotten friends before and they will be like haha and like delete the tweet like but she i'm pretty sure was like actively really pissed off at me for it for like a while but i don't know for sure will i just went to elizabeth hackett's twitter and her second most recent tweet is about meetings come on (laughs) i'm not even joking yeah june 17th a zoom meeting got canceled so i'm turning off the chardonnay fountain and putting my dynasty wig and bejeweled pantsuit back in the closet I also need to return a leopard to a rental company bracket. I had a whole background planned. Okay. I mean, uh, Zoom meetings are more like it must be. You can't do the bit anymore because of Zoom, right? Uh, not just Zoom, but just all that all that inspo shit has moved over to Instagram. Right. Like, yeah. and it was just hard because before LA meetings, we were kind of a pain to search because I'd get a lot of like Spanish language tweets about right. the meetings. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh but now it's just like like it'll be like a story about like somebody, some MLB player flying to L.A. to have a meeting with the Dodgers. And then just that thing where like one million bots have like spammed that exact same story out. Right. It's just like the search. It, it search is unusable it's on broken. Twitter. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like I can't I couldn't even do it if I wanted to anymore. And after doing it for like six years and I'd like meet people and they'd be like, oh, you're like the. uh because my name was also Big Tits Will Weldon for a long time. <laughs> so people be like, yeah, Big Tits Will Weldon, meetings online guy. And I'd be like, this sucks, man. I'd love literally anything else. Uh, yeah, I mean, the search function is, it's fucked. I can't search Cat Will Ferrell anymore. He's banned from, uh, from, like, from being searched. He's like shadow banned from Twitter. So you can't search any of his old posts. Really? Uh, yeah, it sucks. I mean, he got it's a new account now. Uh oh. unfortunately, but uh he's still it's still banned. I think because Twitter's algorithm Cat Will Ferrell looks like a spam account to Twitter's algorithm. Yeah. And I guess basically is a spam account. Yes, yeah, it's a parody. It's yeah. a spam account that is a parody of spam accounts. Yeah, and I think also just posting very very nasty pictures too <laughs> probably gets probably gets you search banned as well. Um, this is like, I think Elizabeth Hackett could be like a new, uh, like she's a, she has almost like a Lin-Manuel 
online vibe kind of. I think a lot of people in that circle. Yeah, like she's got like this is a tweet. These are some of her tweets. I'm not religious, but when everything falls apart a little bit, a cheese plate should descend from heaven. Yeah, I mean that's that's very. Wait, I'm trying to think. Did did Lin Manuel Stefan diarrhea? (laughs) Yeah, wait, hot girl summer is a thing. I don't even know what that is. I'm having a Francis McDormand no fucks given summer. Yeah, some people just never stopped tweeting like that. It's yeah. Jenny Johnson, I think, would do the Kardashian tweets. Like, that's a whole... Is Jenny yeah. Johnson still posting? I, she, I, I got blocked so. for being like, you know, just fuck you in her replies <laughs> or whatever. Like, I got a real classic old school block on that well, one. Well, I think all of her all of her posts were like, uh, uh, looks like the Kardashians are sleeping with a black guy again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then it would oh get like, God. you know, back then it would get like 2,000 retweets and, and be on the top of like Favestar, right? And yeah. like, I think, I, I think I'm blocked by her as well um but yeah that whole it's still that like fave star yeah. kind of wine mom kind of began thing, that going, day so. she began all days evenly spreading existential dread onto a piece of toast and forgetting to put the container back in the fridge okay there we go yeah you know? i do so i will say i i do accept it uh if she blocks me for potentially sicking her or sicking your legion of sickos on her twitter account now I do. <laughs> that one will be like well deserved. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our, our listeners are very nice. Yeah, they're, they're not nice. going to do anything. They're not. They might just there. retweet some of her tweets and, or something. And she but... seems very, she seems harmless. Oh, yeah. Nice I just, and, yeah. I, I do. But yeah, it is that Lynn Manuel vibe. It's that funny of, of just like, yeah. I did. And, and I like, I just yeah. can't help but read the tweets in that voice. Yeah. It, I took a dog, my dog for a walk, and then he ate a blade of grass, and I thought, I would like to be that grass. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. What? It's just like, yeah, that doesn't what have to make fuck? sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like hoping that I would come up with a joke by the end, and I didn't. That's okay. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. We have a quick. Like, uh, we got a quick listener block this week. This one comes in from Nick. Uh, hey guys, on the morning Rush Limbaugh died, I came across some <laughs> tweets from a C-list right-wing huckster named Buck Sexton. Oh uh, yeah, great, yeah, por- yeah, yeah. great porn star name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Who had posted some heartfelt bullshit about how Rush was a patriot and an icon and a hero for this country. I replied by saying, don't worry. I'm sure he's looking up at you right now and smiling. And then at some point in the next couple of days, he blocked me. That's it. Nice and simple. Keep up the good work, guys. Nick. There you go. I know Nick is a friend of mine. And I know that when, <coughs> pardon me, when Block Party started, he was a big fan. And he was like, I don't think I've ever been blocked by anybody. And he tried really hard for a while <laughs> to get blocked by someone just to have like a block story. And now I think this is the second time we featured him on the show. So wow. Nick, he's, he's growing he's up. He's learning. You know, there it feels you nice. So. Yeah. Thank you for sending that in, Nick. If you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com, or you can fill out the form on our website. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every month. As we said earlier in the show this week, we have another great episode coming up with our friend Derek Estevez Olson. We're going to eat some poutine and uh, teach him about Canada, and we're going to subject him to the Canadian quiz. We'll see how he does. Uh, so far, people not doing super well on that. So, I'm doing uh, pretty well. You're doing great. You're yeah. doing great. We'll see how Derek does. Uh, but yeah, all that stuff's over on our Patreon. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockPartyPod. You can rate and review the show on iTunes or subscribe. Or if you like the show, just tell a friend. Will, we're here at the end of the show. We always finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest. What do you have for us, please? Okay. I was going to go with uh, uh, the top three grades in school. Oh, oh, that's good. Wow, that's real yeah. good. I like that. Yeah, the like first that. thing I thought of was like, I was being very, uh, the first thing I thought of was like Leafs and or, uh, Leafs and Canucks flameouts. Oh, uh, that's uh, good. And, and I was just like, I was just like, why don't I pick 
a nicer one for at least one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to do, I could do like, should we do it as a student or do you want me to do it as a teacher? Like my, top uh, I think you can do teach. it wh- however way. I'll do it as want. a kid. I'll do yeah. It. yeah. If it's just like, I like sixth because they tend to make fun of me the least when I'm on public transit with them. Whatever, <laughs> man. That's true too. Uh, okay. Will, you want to start us off with your number three? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with third because uh, you've just started to learn like division. At least this was the case when I was in third grade. You've just started like division, uh, and you're like reading proper books, so you like feel smart and like learned and advanced, but you haven't really gotten into any topics that are likely to like really crush your spirits and make you feel like a fucking idiot. And uh, also, you're not horny yet, which is like such a boon uh, in life to True. just like not have that switch flipped yet. So like, first, I mean, and second, I was horny because I hadn't jacked off in a week. But uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. But when you did, you yeah. were so powerful. So powerful. Yeah. You blew that flesh like to pieces. Man. <laughs> J- John Cullen in his iron lobe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't two. throw my fleshlight out. It actually yeah. exploded. Uh, one and two, you're still like, eh, I'm still like a kid. This is like kid shit. But third grade feels more advanced, but it isn't actually. So you're not being like crushed by it yet. Yeah. I'm going to go like my number three, grade four. And, and one of the main reasons for that is that's, that's when I started watching The Simpsons and like talking <laughs> about it with like friends at school yeah. and stuff. And it, it felt like it was cool. like a big water cooler thing, you know, like uh, watch yesterday's <laughs> yeah. Simpsons episode. Love to gather around the water cooler at my school. Yeah. Well, you went to a private school, so you probably had water well, we coolers. Well, would, we would around. like repeat, you know, we repeat jokes and stuff. And right. Like, yeah, of uh, course. But I remember like just getting into the Were Simpsons you at private and, school then too in grade four? Was it like the same school from like yeah. one to, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I know some private schools are only high school. Some yeah, are yeah. the whole, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and so that was like, that was a formative, that was a formative year for me. Yeah, because of, of watching, honestly, literally because of just watching The Simpsons. That's a good. Call. I don't what academically. Season? I don't know what you know, but what, what season was that? That would have what, been what, uh, nineteen ninety nine, so season nine or ten. Yeah, I think. ten probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I watched all the older episodes too because they would be yeah. playing those on on like Fox every yeah. day, and like CBC I think used to play them too actually. Yeah, I don't they were um, they were everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah it was everywhere. Like, they Teletoon. played like forty times a day. Yeah, yeah, if you if you had cable, you could watch like six episodes of The Simpsons a day just by flipping to different channels yeah. at different times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I started watching like older episodes and and then also like catching up on on the new seasons. But yeah, season nine or ten around then, which right. like as when you're in grade four or five, like it's still. I mean, I mean, nine and ten still they good. still hold up. They're yeah, I, but like yeah. you could tell. Like anyway, I don't want. We're not going to go into. Yeah, this. we don't have to get into. Yeah, that. John. I'm also going to choose grade four, uh, similar to Will. Uh, so for me, and you know, this is there's no way of saying this without sounding like an asshole. Uh, but grade four was the year I went to gifted school. Like I, so my schools moved, uh, or okay. like I had to move schools uh, to go to a different school in grade four. Mm-hmm. But it was like exciting in that it was like a, I was going to a new school. I had to take the bus to get to school now. All this stuff, and it was like kind of what Will said, where I sort of felt like. Ooh, like I'm doing smart stuff for the first time. And like we were doing like all these critical thinking exercises and we had to do independent studies. And we did this big medieval unit that was super cool that I liked. We read The Hobbit, which I loved. And so like it just I remember grade four sticking out. And I also had a really good teacher. And I remember it just kind of sticking out as like, you know, it was a new experience in a new place that was like fun and and exciting and and different. And yeah, it felt like we were doing cool shit. Boy. 
all that potential for the future. If only you'd known, it would lead to you like just like sweating buckets into your ass crack while uh, people talk to you about jacking off with a rod in your dick. <laughs> if only I had known. Yeah, yeah, you would have been like, some send way me back I, to that other school, please. In some way, I knew. In some way, I knew. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how. Uh, uh, were you still in Ontario? Well, be it Ontario, uh, BC. I don't know how the grades, but in Alberta. Ninth grade was still junior high. It okay. went one through six was elementary, seven through nine was junior, and then 10 through 12 was high school. Right. So that I'm going with ninth grade because if it had been the start of high school, it would have been hell on earth because, like, the difference between a ninth grader and a 12th grader is so like, yeah, some 12th graders are like grown men, well, and some ninth yeah. graders are like children. Well, BC uh, but, is eight to 12. So, like, when I the schools I he, teach at, yeah. you have 13 year olds with 18 year olds. And what do you like, just do like one to seven and then eight to 12? One to seven and then eight to 12. Yeah. Yeah. There are so a few like, districts in BC that do middle school, um, but most of them and my my school district is, is yeah, one to seven, eight to 12, which is crazy. Yeah. Ninth was like great because you weren't like, uh, gods in comparison to the seventh graders, but you still felt like way older than them. Yeah. And like, it was like enough of an introduction. Also you, there was like, like, you know, it, it's like just as the year is ending, most of us were starting to like, our like voices were starting to change and we were starting to get like pit hair. So we were like, so the, the potential, it was the potential for the future of what lay after ninth grade that made ninth grade so unbelievably exciting. Yeah. It's a good choice. I like that. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go grade 10 okay. because that felt like the, the first year where you're like, Oh, I'm like, I'm like a, an adult. Almost, I'm a guy. You know? Yeah. yeah I'm because a person, like, yeah. I think it's honestly, I think it is as simple as the fact that it's double digits right in the, in the grade mm. number. I think that's literally, well, enough. and you're also 15. Yeah. So you, you know, you're starting to, you're like, I can almost, cause you're turning 16 like, that year. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think grade 10 was like, yeah, I feel like grade 10 is a, is a big I mean, it's different in BC because it's it's eight to twelve, but you're so you're kind of right in the middle, yeah. sort of the forgotten. Actually, grade nine, I think, is the forgotten year in BC, probably. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say grade ten. That's and why I don't like like grade ten is probably my least favorite grade to teach for that reason because they I they, think they it's know like, they get in their heads. They're getting cocky because yeah. yeah, they think they have everything figured out, but yeah. then there's also not there's like no academic pressure. Yeah. You know, because like when you're in grade eleven and twelve, it's like yes, you have kids that are becoming more adults and they. They think they have it figured out, but you also have the sort of the weight of like, well, I got to figure out what I'm going to do after this. Yeah. That sort of, you know, kind of, kind of, it's a blow to your ego a little bit. Whereas like when you're in grade 10, you're like still, you feel like, oh, I'm miles away from having to figure out (laughs) what I'm doing when I'm done here. But you also feel like I'm miles away from being a child. Yeah. So it's like this weird, it's very cocky. And then, yeah. And then like, it just feels like the, you know, Puberty is at its like absolute zenith then too. So kids are just crazy and like, yeah, it's, it, it's my least favorite grade to teach. I would say. Grade yeah. Well, what's, what's your second? Uh, what's so my second, favorite? I'm kind of mirroring will here. Mine is not grade nine. It's grade eight because I grew up in Ontario. And so in Ontario, it's one to eight and then nine to 12 right. for the division between elementary and high school. And so, yeah, I think kind of exactly what will said when you're in grade eight, it's the same sort of thing. It's like, you know, you're not like an adult yet but you do kind of feel like you're sort of the king of the school. You're like, yeah, we're the oldest here. And, and my grade eight year was really fun. I remember we, we had like a school play I was in that was really fun. And uh, I just had like some really fun classmates and did a lot of cool shit and started a band in grade eight and like all that kind of stuff. So it just sort of, that sort of felt like, uh, 
it was pretty cool. I felt like a big a big man on campus, even though yeah, you're like twelve and it's not that exciting, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, that's my number two. Will your number one? Uh, I'm uh, uh oh twelfth because I hated school and I just wanted to get out of it. <laughs> I there's nothing. I still have nightmares. I have nightmares where I am just in school. No, I don't need to be naked. <laughs> I don't need to be being tormented by bullies. The mere and it it'll be. I'm not even in school. It's I'm out of I'm not in class, but I in the nightmare know that I have to go to school at some point. And it fills me with such a sense of like dread and terror. I am like one of those people who I was like genetically built to function as poorly in school as pot like ADHD. I don't like getting up early. Uh, I don't love deadlines. I don't like being told what to do. Uh, I'm a pain in the ass and like I vacillate between being like charming and deeply unpleasant. So I have like I had like intensely schizophrenic relationships with uh, a lot of my teachers where there'd be times where they'd just be like they'd be like, I why did I like you yesterday? Like, I swear to God, yesterday I was very fond of having you in my class. And today, like you're like almost an adult and. I'm still having to make you move your desk into the hall and sit out there until the end of class. Like I just, I loved, loved to be disruptive. I just wanted, it was so fun to be disruptive. Uh, and I, I just wanted out. I fucking hated it. I didn't care about anything in school. I just wanted to go do comedy and like, uh, was it a mistake? I don't know. I work out of a closet. Who's to say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, number one, I'm going to go grade seven. Okay. And this is similar reasons because grade seven would be so big fish, small pond kind of thing. So uh, there's like two schools at the private school kind of that was like one to seven. It's one to seven. And so then, they have like an elementary building and a high school and then, building. Yeah, and gotcha, eight okay, to 12, got yeah. it, got it. Did you guys refer to it as campus? Was it that fancy of a private school? No, they would just say like okay. the building. Or right. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. maybe like the teachers would say campus probably, but they're, yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. at John. Teachers are freaks. <laughs> Why'd you, you not only said that, you like pointed, you're like, look at look John, John this yeah. piece yeah. of shit. Stephanie's, you like pointed Stephanie's at It's not visible yeah. on camera right now. <laughs> this hand appeared from no, the hand of God to yeah. diminish uh, John Cullen's success. Uh, but yeah, grade seven was, uh, that was, that was a good year. And you're, and you're very excited to go into high school sure, as well, yeah, too. Yeah. You have especially, these- especially it's got to be a little different when you can like see the high school too, right? Like you're like right there. So you probably yeah, feel like, like, yeah, so like, you probably feel like, holy shit, like next year I get to go, it's like right you know whereas yeah, opposed to like regular high occasionally school, and then, yeah you yeah. don't you don't see it or whatever yeah you know? so it was uh yeah i think i think grade seven big year you know uh mine is also 12 um i was excited to get out of high school but not because i hated it because i was just excited to go to university i just felt <laughs> like i didn't really have too many friends in high school and i was like you know what university is gonna be when i when i pop off you know <laughs> uh it's gonna be cool how'd that, how'd that go uh, well, you know, listen, uh, <laughs> it went fine. It went okay. Uh, but also my schedule was awesome in grade 12. So my school was semestered. So you had four classes per semester. That was your whole year. And, um, I was in this like accelerated program called IB where you could take, um, courses all year. So my grade 12 year, both semesters, I had English history, geography, and a spare, which was like a dream for me. Like I hated science. I hated math. I hated French. 
So I finished all of those in grade 11. I was done. And then in grade 12, I was able to just take this like accelerated version of the courses I already liked. I had three awesome teachers for all three of those subjects. And then I had a spare. And at our school, the block order would go like A, B, C, lunch, C, D. So every day you would have a double of a class. Yeah. So when you had double spare, you basically had like a three hour break in the middle of the day. I had a pool table. So we would all like everybody who had spare with me, we would go get lunch. Then we would go back to my house and we'd play pool. Oh, hell yeah. For like, cause I lived like really close to the school and it was just like so fun. It was just like a perfect, like coalescence of like great classes, taking stuff I actually wanted to take, which is so rare in high school. Like in university, I think people say they're like, Oh, it was so great to finally get to university and be taking things I wanted to take. I got to have that in high school, right? Yeah. No classes I didn't like, and I had a spare uh, the whole year. Um, so it was sweet. And then I got out of there. So, yeah, my wow. uh, second term, second semester, I managed to finagle it. So I had two spares in the morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I just sacrificed an option, but I had to like go to war with my homeroom teacher who really did not like me. Uh, I had to like go to war with her to get special permission to not have to go to homeroom anymore. And she like fought me every step of the way. Right. Because I, you would normally, day, even if you had both off, you would still, still have to go, go in the morning for homeroom or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 And it was just like, she just would not let it go that I was supposed to be in her for, it was fi- homeroom was 15 minutes long. I'd never said anything to her. I just kind of like laughed at her when she would like fuck up or do something stupid, very cruelly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I did like it. But then I had the whole morning through lunch off. And in my head, I was always like, that's great. Then I just have math and drama. So it'll be easy to go to math because I want to go to drama. So I'll just, I missed so much math. <laughs> I skipped so many math classes and just showed up for drama. But our math that's teacher, awesome. he was the AP math teacher and he resented having to teach remedial math. So he did not, we, we slept, we fucked around. He was like, I'm not, it's not my job to make you learn. I'm here to say the words in the book. And if you want to listen, you can listen. I respect him. That's perfect. I know, I yeah. know, I know that teacher. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. will great top three. Great to have you on the show. Sorry. It was so insane. Uh, but before we go, is there anything you'd like? Yeah, to you're plug? right. I didn't drive any of that madness. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you like to plug anything? Uh, yeah, I'm in. Oh God. Uh, this is the part I was dreading. Uh, I I'm like, God, you know, I, I I'll talk about rods and dicks so I can get through. Do you want talk. me to, I'll plug it for you if you want. No, it's a, look, I'm a grown up. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> learn to do these things. Uh, it's a, it's a movie. It's called, uh, too late. Uh, it's a, it's a horror comedy, uh, <laughs> a genre that is famously difficult. Uh, uh, I, uh, look, I've seen it. I liked it. I was a little surprised I like it only because I always expect the worst. But like, it's really like uh, Alyssa's the star and she's great. And sort of like the 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 bad guy is this guy, uh, Ron Lynch, who is like he, he's like an old school. Like he did started doing comedy in Boston. Yeah, he rules. With like, yeah. Ron Lynch is like the funniest guy. And he's like so good and so funny in this movie. And also, I cannot stress this enough. It is 85 minutes long. Ooh. And like. It, uh, man, when a movie is 85, like Green Room is 85 minutes long. And it sometimes people think I'm saying movies are bad and I just want them to be over as quickly as possible. But it's like, no, some of the best movies understand that they must get in and get out as quickly as possible. And like this thing had all of the fat trimmed off of it. And I 
really, really appreciated that uh, when I watched it. Um, but uh, don't wait for it to go to streaming. Don't be a piece of shit. Fuck you. Don't don't wait for it to be free. Just go rent it. It's like what three ninety nine? Like, come on. You can't you can't get anything for four dollars anymore. So that four dollars has no other home other than this possible rental. And if you want to be a real hero, uh, you can buy it. But it's on everything. It's called Too Late, uh, the twenty twenty one version, not the twenty sixteen version with John Hawks which I've been told sucks ass. So don't waste <laughs> time with that one. Nice. That well, was there a you good go. plug. That was a great plug. That was a great Fantastic plug. Yeah. Uh, people can follow you uh, on Twitter. Uh, are you Old Man Will on Twitter as well? It's uh, it's Old Man Weldon. Old Man everywhere. Weldon. There we go. So you yeah. can follow Will on Twitter at Old Man Weldon. Please watch the movie Too Late. Don't stream it. Buy it. <laughs> Uh, you know, be a be a good person. Uh, thank don't you. Don't so wait till it's on Tubi, so you don't have to pay a fucking cent to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay? bullshit. Okay, support the man. Uh, thank you again, Will, for being here. Thanks everybody for listening. Again, you can donate to the show at Patreon.com/slash/BlockParty. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockPartyPod. We'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.